Hi, everybody. This is Alessandro Del Vecchio, and you're watching CMS TV. Rock on. your classic metal show right here on the classic metal show.com kicking off the show tonight we heard a classic from the uh, self-titled metal church release with battalions and then we heard the uh, great god of metal uh mr lemmy killmeister himself with uh, bad religion from motorhead and a guy who uh knows a little bit about bad religion my good friend and partner chris aiken what's going on there Chris. what is up sir how we doing good good back from a nice uh week away and uh ready to get back to it well that's good yeah good to hear good to hear yeah so uh yeah i finally got a i got a i got to have a getaway that was not uh drama filled well that's <laughs> nice that's always good <laughs> that's uh that's the first time in in a while that uh, i have not dealt with uh assholes that's even better <laughs> so but uh having the week away has done me a whole lot of good and uh i'm glad to be back here to uh do this thing all over again yeah it was a nice week off i ain't gonna lie i did not it did not suck to not have to be up until 7 a.m on, right. a, on a sunday morning that was well, pretty well, nice well did you uh did you catch any uh, extra rest at all no, none. No, exactly uh, zero. Uh, <laughs> even though, well, I guess I, I guess I caught a little because I went to bed before like two a.m. or something last Saturday. But you no, know, I'm dude. I'm a, I'm a fucking working machine. Well, I understand, but you know, when, when one, one of your responsibilities is, you know, you don't have that responsibility. You know, sometimes you just kind of take advantage of that. But I'm sure you just filled it with something else. Dude, it's, it's the starving artist, the G-O-L-E thing. It's just so, there's so much work to do that I have to get done, you know, cause we're kind of, I keep telling Johnny, I'm like, you know what? We're, we're living in a house that we're building and, it, you know, to, to live in a house before it's complete is very difficult. So quite, quite. Honestly, every single thing that comes up is like, okay, well now we need to build this to do this, or now we need the app to do that, or now we need the CRM to do this. You know, it's, it's every single thing. Yeah. So, sure. so it, it, it takes a ton of, ton of work. Plus this week I was actually busy doing some, some CMS -y type stuff. Right. You know, I, um, you know, this, but the fans don't know, it except those in the, um, in the expensive chat room. Yeah. You know, that, that $5 a month, yeah. chat room. <laughs> the overpriced one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we, um, we finally, I finally got around to building the, um, what will be the new quote unquote new CMS 24 seven server. Okay. And you uploaded all the, all the. All 2,400 and whatever clips. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad it uh, did a complete upload and it didn't like stop in the middle or, or disconnect or anything no. like that. It, it was a complete upload. Yeah. It's like, tw I think it's 2,400 files dating all the way back to the, I think the earliest thing I found was 2006. Yeah, probably. There's some, there's some really old stuff there, but now, 
Now comes the the arduous part, the the part where I have to take those things one file at a time and make a quick video out of it and then upload them to Rumble. So, mm -hmm. but I started that. I did get that started. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take 30 minutes a day, no matter how long it takes me. I'm gonna do 30 minutes a day of creating creating two, three, four videos and uploading them to to the Rumble channel so that they're there. Chipping away at the stone. Exactly. Yeah. So in 2029, I should have everything caught up. Yeah, I would very think, good. But... Very good. Well, uh, since you said you found stuff as far back as 06 and we're coming up on 24, that's 18 years minus the two and a half you took off. Yeah. So, so six... it's a 16, almost 16 years worth of stuff. Yeah, and most and, and honestly, most of the stuff is not the current stuff either. So you take that out too. So it's really you're gonna get you're gonna get 15 years of content that YouTube whacked. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, that's about how long we were on YouTube. Right. True. I think it's quite honestly. I think it's everything that we did in the YouTube era. All right. So so that's going on. The server's working. You're streaming to it, which is great for everybody that. Would love to. I would love for people to test it out tonight on the app or on the website, whatever. It's just listed as the new CMS twenty four seven. Okay. If people would check that out, and once they're good with that, then I'll take the old one off, and you won't have to burn through computers, you know, every two years playing twenty four seven. Right. And um, so we'll have that working, and then a just in thing that you'll that everybody will probably see Monday on their their favorite news site if your favorite news site is brave words um we have partnered we cms cms network have partnered with brave words to bring brave words radio to the app okay. to the app and to the website and whatnot so they just launched their they just launched a 24 7 channel playing a different variety of music than than the other stations that we have so now Brave Words Radio is on the app. So we're up to we're up to nine stations. <laughs> we're turning into a fucking clear channel. Right, right. Well, if if you can't find something, you know, to listen to, then you you really you really don't want to listen to anything. Yeah, or at least anything that's that's in our realm. You know, I I mean, and that's kind of what you and I and when we had the very first meetings about doing the CMS network when it was me, you now Bandian and Matt Hartnett, you know, having those very initial meetings. What did we say? We said we wanted to create a hub where no matter what you want to listen to, it's there. Yeah. I think we're there. Okay. I, I mean, I, I really think that we are there now. We've got the, you know, we, we, we got brave words working with us now. And I'd imagine we're going to get brave words news on the, on the app as well. You know, just got to get to that point. But we've got nine different radio stations. You can listen to CMS if you want 24-7. You can listen to the CMS Network 24-7 if you want to hear all the shows. You can hear KRFK, Keel's thing that has, uh, you know, House of Hair and Sammy Hagar's show and um, Eddie Trunk's show <laughs> You know, you know, it's all on the app now. So there's no reason for anybody to say there's no reason to listen to commercial radio anymore. That's for goddamn sure. You know, everything should be get in your car, Bluetooth to your Bluetooth to your phone and listen to something that you like right, right. on the CMS network app. Right. So 
get to it fuckwads yeah and with uh you know technology being as it is you know it's been around a while but not everybody has a new or modern car but i'm sure as time passes and people buy newer vehicles that's all i listen to in my car yeah me too the minute i get into my car i plug in my iphone and i'm either listening to podcasts i'm listening to uh spotify i'm listening Mm -hmm. to the cms network i'm you know whatever my my phone is my radio yeah and and same here and i just play it in my car and i don't i don't listen to terrestrial radio and you know why why would you yeah, yeah, there's no reason to now. This this comment from Brian is perfect. Imagine paying for Sirius XM when you can have the CMS app for free. Right. And uh, you you don't get the repeat stuff on the CMS app. The the no. Sirius XM, whenever I do listen to it, when they have like a free weekend over like Labor Day or something like that, mm-hmm. they'll play the same stuff like, yeah. uh, like around a 10-hour rotation. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you were listening 10 hours ago, you'll probably hear the same rotation. If you're listening to the music stuff, yeah, you'll hear it again. And you'll hear the same DJ say the same shit. Right. You know, that's the worst part about it is if you listen all day, you'll hear Mark Striggle again in the afternoon. I'm assuming they're just saying, hey, it's Mark Striggle. I just want to tell you about Judas Priest. Right. Exactly. You know, so. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty excited about that to, you know, making making some adjustments to the app and getting it. Getting it more gooder, as the ONA crew used to say. Mm-hmm. I'll answer this one too. What happened to heavy metal television? Didn't work out. Simple as that. It didn't work out with Eric, and um, so it it morphed into CMS TV. Right. So CMS TV is there. Right. That's what happened. Yep, that's what happened. I mean, do you miss it? Do you miss heavy metal <laughs> television? Not you. I mean, I'm talking oh. about the fans. Yeah. What the. the Twenty that were watching it. Yeah, the people who never even explored it. The thing been around for a decade, and and hardly anybody ever knew about it. Yeah, I will say that is that is definitely one of the projects that I've worked on that I am disappointed did not take did not take hold. I I really thought that it probably would, and um, no, people just don't want to watch videos that way. No, they they don't. It, it's it's an outdated uh, uh, concept. Mm-hmm. It is. It's just an outdated concept that, you know, I would, if it, interestingly enough, um, I was watching a, um, a documentary. I think it was called the dark side of the nineties or something like that. Okay. And it talked about various things that went on in the nineties. And one of the, one of the subjects was, and, and it's a show that I never watched cause I never cared for it, but it was on MTV. It was that Carson Daly show. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, what, what did they call that show? It was something 120 live. minutes. Was no, that no, it was something live? Oh, that where they would do it from the upstairs yeah, thing. Yeah, that place. What, oh, what, was, what was that called? Like MTV. Li- I don't remember what it was yeah, called, but something like that. But, but Carson Daly, uh, hosted that thing. Right. And, uh, apparently it was very popular. I mean, I know it was a popular show and you know, some, some of the nineties bands. TRL. Yeah. TRL. That was total total request live. Was that yeah, what? Yeah, I think that, so. Yeah, something like that. And uh, they they you know went through the history of TRL and how they launched it and what the concept was and you know it it at first nobody watched it because it just it was new for one thing obviously and it didn't get the buzz. Yeah. 
but then uh Carson Daly, I, I you know, I didn't know much about Carson Daly at all, but I guess he was a I guess he was a DJ in LA on like Kiss FM or something like that. And I guess, you know, according to the documentary anyway, he was sort of a real musicologist. He kind of knew a lot about music. Okay. And then uh so he got hired off by MTV to host this TRL live. And um and you know, they kicked it off with with this thing that they were going to do, uh, you know, introduce new bands and introduce new music and introduce new music videos and, you know, this kind of thing. And it, it wasn't popular at all. But then then they started trying to get the uh, fans involved and right. allowing people to call into the show live. And then they were, you know, did it from that upstairs window and mm -hmm. they started having bands in the in the studio where you could see them from the street. Right. You know, so more and more people started gathering out in the street and, yeah. you know, so they started getting, you know, literally thousands of fans standing outside watching this yeah, uh, waiting for Britney Spears or yeah, whatever, right? Like that, you know, and it was a popular show, I guess. I, I, I watched it a few times, but it just never was my thing. Right. But, but you know, what killed that? What's that? The internet. Oh Yeah. Yeah. They, it, it was a really popular show and it was going gangbusters, I guess. But then when the internet came up in, in late nineties into the early part of the two thousands, um, people lost interest in it. It was just like, yeah, well, yeah, that, that was cool about 10 years ago, but yeah, you know, nobody gives a shit about it now because if you want to see a new music video, you just go to YouTube. Yeah, it's all on demand. Yeah, it's all on demand. You just go see it for yourself. If you want to know where what a band is doing or where they're at or anything, you just look it up. Mm -hmm. uh, unless you're an ID Trunk listeners. That's right. <laughs> because they, they don't know anything about anything, what's going on with any band. or No, nothing. Nothing. But uh, anyway, it was a very interesting uh, rise and fall of uh, TRL. Right. That, uh, it, I guess it was a hit, big hit show for MTV and... That the internet came along and people went, yeah, yeah, we're done with this. I got nothing. The, the, this holds no interest for me. Right. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to sit here and wait till four o'clock on an afternoon to wait for Carson Daly to tell me what's going on. Yeah, well, just, I think the internet killed that for every industry that has stuff on a clock, don't you? Any, any media, any digital medium. You know, there's nobody sitting around till. Tuesday at eight to watch this or, no. or listen to that. It's right. like, forget it. Yeah. When, I'm when surprised I, we have as many listeners as we do. Sure. Because we, we offer on demand as well. Yeah. And we do 10 times the business on demand that we do on, on live. But yeah, but the, the people who listen to us live, they, they feel as if they're connected. Yeah. The people, who, the people who listen to us on demand, they listen for entertainment purposes. Mm -hmm. People who are, are here and listen to us live are, it's kind of communal. Right. So they're part of it. You know, they heard it live. They heard it first. They, they could interact with us. Sometimes they can interact with other fans, you know? And so that's, that's what that is. That's sort mm -hmm. of a communal thing, but, uh. Yeah, of course. I mean, the on-demand is is the way to go for most people. Sure. Like, well, I'll listen to it when I have a time. You know, I'm not mm -hmm. going to sit here and be a slave to the to the internet or to the computer at a specific right. time. So why why would I do that? Yeah, I know it's crazy, but yeah. So anyway, that's our that's our um, 
our updates for CMS for the CMS world. I actually did some CMSing this week, so as well as interviews out the ass and <laughs> doing that kind of stuff. Sure. And and you did one with Todd Kearns this week? Last week was Todd uh, Kearns. Okay. Yesterday was um your friend and mine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you talked to Jesse James? I did talk to Jesse James. Okay. Did you get a new ID from him? No, but I can get it because he gave me his email address. So right. um, I, I got to play you one clip. Let me, I wasn't going to do this right now, but why not? Give me one second here to right. get a clip because Jesse, Jesse was absolutely fucking great as, as uh, he well, always well, is. Well, of course he is. I mean, we, we've hung out with Jesse on a few yeah. occasions over the years. Well, we talked about, this is what the clip is, was we were talking about um the um whatchamacallit the the festival that we saw him at the oh yeah at the, at the rock U usa rock usa and he shared with me his memory from it okay which is just classic and you'll okay. you'll understand why in just a second check this out all right that's gonna take a second to download but about that festival was that uh over in van halen's uh, dressing room area they had two porta johns outside the dressing room trailer, <laughs> and one said the Van Halens, right, and the other said David Lee Roth. So <laughs> Dude, we talk about that all the time on the show, and, and I thought that's so funny. The Van Halens, the the, the family members shared the one porta john, and David Lee had his own. But uh, it just that, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, he has the same memory we do. Yeah, of course, because it was so ridiculous. It's just like. You know, just, just the, just the, uh, you know, I, I, I want to be in Van Halen and I want to make the money with Van Halen, but I want to be, I want to be together, but separate. Yeah. It just, I just couldn't believe of, of all the memories he would have. Cause we talked about a little bit about it, about the, you know, him passing the whiskey around and it was still white labeled and all that. You know, we talked about all that stuff. Sure. And then he, he said, well, here's what I remember. And that's what he remembered was the, um, <laughs> Was the, the same thing we remember, which was oh, that, that. That was 2013, wasn't it? Yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. Whew, that doesn't even seem like it could be possible, does it? It is. It is. 10 years ago, that, yeah, that was. was. That was what, July of 2013? Yeah, so more than 10. Yeah. Like, oh, we are getting old way too fast. <laughs> Just way too fast. It's flying, man. I can't believe that does not seem 10 years ago. I know that seems like two years ago. Well, two years ago, we were in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, that's true. We did lose, we did lose three, three full years of, of our stuff, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I just found it to be, to be crazy when we were talking about that and that it's 10 years ago. Yep. Here's while I'm showing you Jesse stuff, check out the ID he did for CMS TV. It's pretty oh, right. funny. Check this out. CMS TV has got it going on as always. This is Jesse James Dupree saying. Saying what? Saying freeze. <laughs> God damn it. Wait a minute. Come on now. Computer, don't be a cunt tonight, please. If we had more subscribers and, and had, uh, you know, 
you know, more, more people to help support the show. Chris could get his own staff who could work this. Yeah. And he wouldn't they, have to do this on his own. Exactly. Here we go. Let's try again. CMS TV has got it going on as always. This is Jesse James Dupree saying, tune it up, plug it in, strap it on, and crank it up. Pow! <laughs> strap it on. Strap it on. Strap it on. I, I hope he means a sidearm. Pa-pow. Pa-pow. <laughs> he's always fun, man. Yeah, he's a character. Yeah, he's a he's a good one. So, so yeah, people that want to see that can see that on Tuesday. So very good, very but good. Yeah, yeah, he was fun. He was definitely fun to talk to. So he's always fun to talk to, and has a cool song too. Yeah, that new song is really good. That never gets old. It's you really know, pretty what? good. I got to be honest with you, I haven't heard it. Well, we will play it later in the show. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know the I, you know one of the you know better memories I have of Jesse and I've hung out with Jesse. I'm trying to think one, two, three, at least five times. Right. Uh, it, it, when when uh, I was still doing the CMS on WSTB. Okay. He was going to call into the show live. That's when we had that whole. You came down to the show. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. he forgot to call. Right. And that's when we did the whole Jesse James. Well, we might as well just do it here. And then, yeah, yeah. And we were doing all that shit. Yeah. Well, he called up, you know, later in the week and was just apologized so profusely. And he says, we, you know, we'll do it next week. I promise. And he, you know, he kept his promise and called in the following week. Yeah. You know? he, he's, he's, he's just a good old boy, man. He just, he's like, my word is my bond. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when uh, when I had first met him and we were just shooting the shit and talking and, you know, obviously one of the uh, one of the most popular early videos from Jackal was was when they uh, played live on the back of that flatbed truck in front of a Kmart. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, he goes, we've come, you know, we've come for all you Kmart shoppers. Uh, Kmart won't carry our CD. So we've come for you. And they were doing a live show on the back of the semi. Right. And uh he was driving it and I said I said, Johnsy, do you have a do you have a CDL? Because he he literally drove that truck. <laughs> and, and he goes he's like, Now wh- wh- why would I need one of those? Yeah, why? Of course. <laughs> so I was just curious because because uh, he literally drove that truck from wherever it is they loaded that gear on and drove it to the Kmart and then drove <laughs> off. And, and I asked him if he had a CDL, and he said, "Why would why would I need that?" That's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, he's a character, man. He is, yeah. And he's boy, you talk about a guy that's hung around. He's hung around. Still doing, he just, like I said, he's got a new record coming out. Worked with Brian Johnson again. Brian Johnson has never done anything with anybody else. He he, he seems to love Jesse. Right. He's working oh, with Jackal. Well, who doesn't, who doesn't love Jesse? He's a character. Well, but, that's true, but. But uh, Jackal came out in 91. Yeah, 91, 92, somewhere yeah, in there, somewhere yeah. Somewhere there, yeah. So, yeah, 30 yeah. years. Yeah. So he's been at it a long time. Yep. And uh, I think they have what? Two original guys still left in the band, Jesse and two, two, two. Is Roman guys. an original? Roman Glick? No. Uh-uh. He, he, was original. Brother, he was from Brother Kane. Okay. I don't know who's who. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Jackal. 
Jackal. Uh, where is the wiki page? I'm getting everything but it. Does Jackal not have a wiki page? Are you shitting me with this? Oh, I'm on images. Duh. Hold, please. <laughs> See, if, if we had more fans who would support the show, Chris could get a, a support staff in the control room <laughs> over there like Anthony Cumia does on the yeah. compound media. Then they could do their own shows and be lousy. Right, exactly. Let's see. Past members, Jimmy Stiff. Okay. Is he an original? Yeah. Tom Bettini. Yeah, he's he's the one that Roman took over him. And Ronnie Honeycutt. Oh, he hasn't had that many members. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I think there's there's five members total in the band, and I think yeah. uh, three of the five are still in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. Um, pretty good though. For thirty years, to only have well, he has five total guys that used to be in the band: Jimmy Stiff, Ronnie Cunningham, Ronnie Honeycutt. Uh, Thomas Patini, Cliff Witherspoon, and Jamie Taylor. Yeah, those were really early members, I think. Yeah. But and Tom Patini, I think he, he became like a born-again Christian or something. Didn't want to play that nasty rock. I love my cock music anymore. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> want to play the nasty rock and roll music anymore. Yeah, no. Well, good for him. He but found, when, he found when, a way. That's when Roman Glick came into the picture. Right. He was, you know, Brother Kane wasn't doing anything right. anymore that point yeah well in any event that's what um that's that's what i did this week sure well sounds good well yeah, i uh, i i took a i took a road trip and uh you know i took a, about five days uh and uh, i actually came over to the akron ohio area last friday right and uh i attended a um just sort of an informal high school reunion thing it wasn't it wasn't for any specific class it was just for all classes right now uh, my friend nancy you're listening nancy hi nancy uh she she let me know that there was going to be like an informal gathering out there on on uh on at one of the uh places out on the lakes okay uh, and um so i out in the portage lakes area and uh so i decided to take taylor taylor and i decide to make a trip over to ohio and right. go see this go see what's going on over there and uh it was a nice night it was really nice out on the lakes um we were out near uh i don't know if you're familiar with the uh, portage lakes region at all it was out there near where the pelican cove used to be remember right. the pelican cove yeah yeah yeah, it's out in that area. Okay. And uh we we went out and and of course uh you know some some of my former classmates were there as well as you know people from other the other years. Right. Uh, and it, it was sort of just like a big gathering and you know everybody who was in their own little class were stayed in their own little group. Right. And okay. uh you know I I showed up there with Taylor and stuff and introduced her around and my friend Nancy, she's got a pretty pretty wicked sense of humor and she and taylor hit it off like you know two peas in a pod right which was really funny and uh you know taylor was just kind of taking it all in just you know seeing you know seeing uh people 
uh, a bit older than her. Sure. <laughs> you think? <laughs> the interaction there and, and all. And it was just kind of funny because, I, of course, I was getting all these looks like, like, who, who is that? Who is that with you? Who is that? You know, that kind is of this your daughter? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which was kind of funny. And uh, so I'm, I'm standing there just kind of hanging out for a little while. And um, some guy didn't know him. He was from another class. He comes walking up and he starts talking to me and asking me what my name was and what class was I in and where am I from? And just asking all kinds. Because then he gets all apologetic. He goes, I really, he's, you know, I don't mean to ask so many questions and stuff, but uh, to be honest with you, my wife and her sister asked me to come over here and find out who you are. <laughs> I said, well, why didn't they come over here themselves? Because I don't know, but they sent me on a fact finding mission to find out who you are. Should have given them bullshit answers. I know, but it was just, it was just kind of a goofy, goofy thing, but uh it was kind of fun just kind of catching up and, you know, it was a nice night out. It was one of those, you know, open outdoor bar type places. You know, they have all right. the, you know, they had like, like three, three or four bar areas around there and, you know, just people just enjoying, enjoying the, the, the weather and having right. a few cocktails and just socializing and whatnot. I, I wouldn't normally go to things like that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's very outside of your realm. It is. But I was just curious as to what was going going on, you know, and, and, uh, Taylor wanted to go. So I said, yeah, well, let, let's go. Right. So I'll let, you, uh, I'll let you answer this question. I ain't touching it. Uh, R R Smith A area Smith, I guess. Are Neely and Taylor dating? I don't know what that means. Are we dating? Me and Taylor have a thing. That's all I, that's all I tell you. <laughs> that's. I mean, she's, she's a good one to hang with. Let's just put it that way. There you go. And, uh, so, uh, Saturday, uh, we went over and visited my, with my dad and, uh, she wanted to, she, you know, my, my dad seemed to really take to her, but then again, who, who doesn't, but, uh, he, she basically was telling him, you know, well, you know, I, I was kind of looking forward to meeting you because I wanted to find out where this guy came from. Nice. <laughs> so my dad was more than generous to to sit there and basically regale her with stories for for a little over an hour, hour and a half or so, and just right. kind of told her all kinds of you know history, I guess, stories about you know the family and where things generated from and where places we've lived and moved and how things came to be and you know all kinds right. of stuff. So sure. he was he was pretty. He, he seemed to enjoy the company for one. And he told a lot of, he even told some stories I never heard. Really? Yeah. So, so I was just like, I, wow, I never heard that one before. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I, I'll bet you he told at least three stories I never heard before. Wow. It's like, oh, I didn't know. So, uh, he talked about the, the time, you know, the times that, uh, you know, he and, uh, we, we lived in the Chicago area and then when we lived in the Pittsburgh area and when we lived in the Youngstown area, and then of course the Akron area and so on sure. and so forth. And, you know, kind of gave her the whole, uh, cliff notes of, of where things were at and how things came to be. And, right. And, uh, she seemed to enjoy the, the visit. Oh, that's and, cool. Yeah. So as we were leaving, I, I, I saw my dad do something I'd never seen him do with any other, 
you know, anybody I've ever brought to brought around on a visit. He kissed her hand before we walked out. The wow. Door. <laughs> I was just like, I've never seen my dad do that. Did before. she know what to do with that? Oh no. She, I, she's very gracious. She's right. very gracious. I said, boy, my dad must have really liked you. Cause he's never done that. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, with other, any other girl that I brought nice. around before. So Look at that, you know, so, uh, then we headed on over to Pittsburgh right? and, and uh, we got into downtown Pittsburgh uh, Saturday afternoon and uh, we went out on a dinner cruise Okay, out on the uh, three rivers. Uh, the, right. the gateway clipper fleet uh, offers a sunset dinner cruise. And we took a, took a cruise, had dinner on the, on the boat and just cruised the three rivers. And uh, that was about a 90 minute, 90 minute cruise. Okay. Weather was perfect. Beautiful night. So while we're after dinner was over and all, all you're doing is just kind of cruising, they have a top deck on the boat, you know, so you could sit up on the, you know, on the deck and just kind of watch the scenery and so on and so forth. So there's this, uh, there's this couple that was, that were sitting next to us. They were, the, the guy was older. He was, he was, I think he said he was like 74 or something. Right. And, and he had a younger woman with him. Okay. And they were sitting there and, and so they started chatting with us and, you know, he was a character. His, right. his name was Dennis Hopper. Right. <laughs> She's just like the actor, you know, and we, we got to talking with them and they had a pretty good sense of humor about stuff. And, and we started just, you know, cutting up and laughing. He goes, you know what? I'm really glad I met you guys. He goes, you know, I'm going to buy everybody a round of drinks, you know? So he, he was buying drinks for everybody. And Sydney goes, you know, how often do you come back this way? And I told, you know, I said, I come in two, three times a year. He goes, he goes, you know, we'd like to go to dinner with you. You guys, you guys down for that? He says, if you come into the city here, take my phone number, give me a call and I, let, let's go out to dinner. This, this All right. was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, real nice guy, real ni- nice couple, you know, sure. the guy was kind of well to do. And, uh, he said, he said, you guys are, you guys, you guys are pretty cool. He goes, this is, this was a lot of fun. He said, I, I really would like to go to dinner with you guys if you come back this way again. So, all uh, right. so we exchanged phone numbers. So, uh, we'll see, you know, yeah. he seemed like a pretty decent dude, had a good sense of humor. Just, you know, just one of us, you know, he, right. he, he, he had no filter. That's cool. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Sure. Then, uh, Sunday, uh, the Steelers were playing San Francisco, but I didn't have tickets for the game. I didn't really plan on going to the game, but you know, things in that downtown area get kind of nutty, especially on game day. Right. So, so what we did is we took off and went out to Altoona and I, I text you about the, the video out there. We went up to the horseshoe curve and, uh, Altoona. If you've never been out there, it's up in the mountains where, uh, uh, basically a train, the trains come up the side of the mountain and they, then they come around basically like a horseshoe and go back down the other side. Right. It's a historic place. It's a okay. historic area and, and it's pretty cool. The, the scenery is great out there. So we took a ride out to, um, went out to uh, Altoona for the afternoon and, uh, we stopped through where, where I used to live as a kid and, and stopped through there and, we stopped at the uh, Hall of Fame or the uh, the museum for the McDonald's Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The McDonald's Big Mac was uh, 
invented in Irwin, Pennsylvania, which is where, where I was from. And they, they have a uh, McDonald's museum there to uh, right. commemorate the Big Mac. If you oh. have any interest in that kind of stuff, you know, so sure. it was just like a 10 minute stopover, you know, just right. kind of take a look at some of the old stuff. And, uh, you know, it, it just, the, the, the trip was just a really nice relaxing trip. And then, uh, Monday we just kind of hung around the city and, and walked around the, the cityscape there and looked at some of the architecture and checking out a few of the, uh, Oh wait, I got to go back. Saturday night after the cruise was over, we, we were in the, uh, what they call the uh, market square area and there's a hard rock cafe. So we went into the hard rock cafe and there was a black Sabbath Aussie tribute band playing. And, okay. uh, you know, they played both uh, black Sabbath songs and Aussie solo songs. And uh, the, the lead singer, the guy that was doing the Aussie stuff, he was absolutely phenomenal. You know, he, right. he looked like Ozzy. He kind of had the chubby Ozzy look from the late okay. 70s, early 80s. Not the broken Ozzy of today? No, no. He, he, But this guy sounded fantastic. Right. You know, and uh, their, their bassist, uh, he sort of had the Black Sabbath look. He had the, like, 70s, like, Tony Iommi hair going on. Sure. Know, the poofy black hair with the bangs and stuff. Right. And then their guitarist, he he had the uh, Randy Rhodes thing going on. Sure. You know, and, and they did a really good job. And so uh, so I bought uh, the band a round of uh, Jack Daniel shots. So we all did shots on the stage. Right. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. That's and, cool. uh, you know, it, it was just, just a, you know, just a killer evening of just hanging out and, you know, just having fun and not having sure. responsibilities and stuff. It just but sounds like a good weekend or a good few days just to get the fuck away. It was. Well, then Sunday night when we, uh, Sunday night after we got back from the horseshoe curve, we went up on Mount Washington and we went to dinner at a place called Lamont. Right. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a higher end restaurant it overlooks the city. I had requested a table by one of the windows there to overlook the city. And, you know, it was one of those deals where it was, you know, everybody's dressed in, tuxes and the whole thing it was just like a high-end experience right and uh i'll tell you what those people up there were just the friendliest people you'd ever know right just as the the wait staff was fantastic everybody was just friendly everybody just very accommodating you know it's just nice to be at a place where it, it didn't feel like it was rushed you know sure. mm -hmm. and it was it was just a nice experience doing that and so we headed back to the hotel after dinner and there was nobody at the hotel bar place was just vacant. Right. And, but, but I, but it looked like it was open. And so I, I went over, uh, Taylor went back to the room to get freshened up a little bit. And I went to the bar and I'm sitting there at the bar, nobody to be seen anywhere. And finally, about 10 minutes later, this girl comes out and she, she looks at me and I said, are, are you guys open? Are you closed? What's the story here? She says, well, technically we're closed, but uh, I can, you know, I can make you one if you want. So I called Taylor and I said, Hey, the bartender said she could make us a cocktail before they close up for the night. So she came down and we were just sitting there before you know it. One by one, people started filtering into the place, right? Mostly Steeler and uh, San Francisco. Yeah. They're all dressed in their, jerseys and whatnot and all coming sure. in talking about the game and 
uh, so on and so forth. And before you know it, the bartender's in full bartender mode, just right because everybody's ordering something. Well, before you know it, then the then the loudness and the arguing starts. Of with, course, with the sports fans and getting out of control. And this, before you know it, it gets so loud that the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. The hotel manager comes, comes out and basically tells everybody that they, <laughs> that they don't have to keep it down or they're going to have to go back to their room. Right. And it was just getting really loud and obnoxious. And, and it just got to the point where I told Taylor, I said, Let, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> this is getting a little out of hand because people were getting really, you know, uh, what do you want to call it? Competitive, argumentative about the game and all that other stuff. Well, apparently I, um, when, when we were checking out of the hotel on Tuesday, I ran into that bartender. I said, man, things had a little rowdy. And she goes, yeah, you didn't stick around for most of it, but they had to call security in (laughs) and break break up the mess in that bar. Nice. Because people were just getting really rowdy and out of control, but it was just kind of funny. That's cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I, we met this, uh, we met this kid, his name is Yuri and he was okay. from Philadelphia and he started talking to us and, you know, uh, asking us about, you know, where are you from? What are you doing? You know, all this other stuff. Well, then he, uh, starts telling us, I don't even know why he started telling us this, but have you ever heard, and I've never heard of this before, but have you ever heard of boofing? Boofing. Boofing not ringing a bell but i know i never heard of it either so he's telling us that that he (laughs) this is when you i guess you take drugs of some kind i don't know whether it's cocaine heroin legal drugs something or other and you you crush it up and you put it on your finger and basically stick it up your ass (laughs) That, that was my reaction right so he starts telling us about this boofing it's like dude why are you telling us this you know it it was just the weirdest collection of people i've ever run into (laughs) telling you stuff and it's like oh okay what's the story here right so uh that was bizarre sunday night was bizarre and then uh monday uh we basically kicked around the city and went to a pirate game uh monday night okay and, uh, you know, we ran into some people at the game that were very cool. Everybody was really cool. It was just a very chill weekend just to oh, get it. It's always good. Yeah. It's always good when you go and you don't run into a bunch of dicks. I, I, exactly. Everybody we ran into was very cool. Just very chill. Just, just seemed like everybody was just having a great time. You know, every day that we were there, no matter who we ran into was just like very, uh, very relaxed, easy going, just very chatty, you know. Lot, yeah, yeah it's just a very relaxing, you know, no stress weekend. Right. Well, if you didn't run into dicks after the football game, then you're probably not going to in <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so uh, we drove back Tuesday and uh, Taylor was like, uh, you think Sal would be up for dinner? You know, once we get back into town. Yeah. And uh, so she got she got a hold of Sal and Sal agreed to meet us up for dinner. And we went out to an Italian place. So me, Taylor and Sal all just kind of had dinner at a little Italian place near his place over there in Chicago. And, you know, again, a very cool, relaxed evening and just, you know, hanging out with friends and things. So uh, 
you know, to wrap it all up, the, the getaway was just a very cool five days of just, just, just relaxation and just enjoying myself and not even, not even once, not even any drama, no bullshit, no, no assholes, nothing. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It was a good time. So yes, I went away for the weekend and yes, there was no show last week, but, uh, I feel, uh, feel a hundred percent better horrors there was no show i know what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah i didn't even have it in me to do best of or anything this week i just was like fuck it watch chris aiken presents exactly. <laughs> you know, that's, that's really how i was i was like hey you want to watch something there'll be five episodes of chris aiken presents you can sure, watch absolutely watch that yeah I'll, I'll be seeing uh eric uh like next month i think He's coming here too, but I think it's far. So yeah, I think uh, he's playing at uh, Stevens playing at the Arcata. I believe it's like October. Oh, that's that that World Series of Rock or whatever. The no, 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 no. This is just uh, Stephen Piercy at the Arcata. It's not the thing with Vixen and Quiet Riot and all those people. I don't think so. I, I think it might be. I think it might be like it's. We just talked to. Brit Lightning and boy, if that wasn't just Eric hitting on Brit Lightning, I don't know what was, but and who was that? The guitar player for Vixen. Okay, she's hot. She's definitely okay. hot. I'm not familiar with her, but uh... you gotta watch. You gotta watch that interview. Eric's just like, oh, hey, Brit. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think and he knows her already. Yeah, he know he brought her. He brought her onto the show. All right. Uh, he is playing in St. Charles. Um, Stephen Piercy brings a sunset experience to St. Charles. I don't see anything about, uh, oh, the eighties rock invasion. Is that what you're talking about? That's October 14th. And that's over in Kansas. Okay. But that's like Steven and yeah, that's, uh, Stephen Piercy. Oh, in this thing here. Um, yeah, details. Uh, slaughter great white rat let's see uh, what is it uh, alongside some of our favorite artists including steven piercy a rat great white slaughter and vixen yeah okay okay yeah that's that's in kansas i guess yeah, i guess i i think they're getting ready to, maybe they're gonna do that in 2024 they're gonna do it as like a tour all right that's in malvane kansas mm. Everybody, when I think of rock and roll cities, I always think of Mulvane. <laughs> so uh, that is October 14th, but that is right. not the show that I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, it's going to be at St. Charles at the Arcata on right. Friday, October 6th. Yeah. So I will see him in about three weeks. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then That's... the show you're talking about is in Versailles, Ohio, which yeah. is down, down near Dayton, Ohio. How far is that from me? That's like three, four hours. That's about three hours. Yeah, I can't do that. I know you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go that far. Three hours just because Eric's going to fly half a day doesn't mean I'm going to drive three hours. Yeah, no way. Uh, so here, I'm going to let you answer this question just because we have a new listener. Okay. In the rumble. All right. And he thinks I'm the host and you're the guest. So uh, that is not correct. <laughs> oh, that is, uh, is that the person's name? Detmerts. Yeah, Detmerts. Okay. Uh, well, technically, I am the host. 
uh chris is my co-host or you know we're 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 co-hosts yeah but uh it is i started this show back in 96 and right. chris has been with me since uh, 2005 right so uh that's where we're at and we talk about anything <laughs> you know there will be some metal talk at some point yeah, we, we but, usually use the first hour just to warm up and get a get a set the tempo for the show, and then yeah. uh, then the second into the sixth hour uh, is is usually everything and anything yeah. that you can throw at the wall and see what sticks. It could be metal, it could be brothels, <laughs> it could be politics, it could be I don't know whatever else, movies, TV, sure, whatever the fuck we talk about. You know, there's no, I don't even know how to describe it anymore. It's, it's just a multi, uh, it's a multi, uh, what do you want to call it? there? It's just a, on, on, there's no description. Yeah. It's just everything that affects our lives. That's, That's basically right. it. music, entertainment, politics, relationships, good times, bad times. You know, I've had my share. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's all you need to know, um, debt birds <laughs> at Rumble. We've been kicked off of YouTube, so that should tell you how our content is. <laughs> yeah, they don't like us over there. They don't like us over there, but they like us here at Rumble. Yeah, well, Rumble's free speech platform so we, far. We like the Rumble. Sure, absolutely. That's right. So does that answer your question, Detmer? I hope it does. All right. But just keep listening. It'll grow on you like a fucking virus like a right. plague or something right well like i said the the first hour is usually the uh you know getting getting things rolling and then uh, once we once we get warmed up it's time to really get into the meat of the matter yeah i think he thinks that we're mad we're not mad dude why, why are we mad i just asked because of the name well so all right we answered because of the ask <laughs> all right let, let's just put it this way metal is the soundtrack of the show how's that yeah that's pretty much it and we do between between this show and the other shows on the the network over at cmspn.com if you want interviews and that stuff go over there because this show will be there but also all the interviews and shit like that is we all used to too. do interviews on the show but our fans just didn't seem to care about them yeah, they don't want to hear it. And and let's be honest, it's not that easy to get these guys to 10 o'clock. Oh, my God. We got to do an interview at 10 o'clock. Right. You know, nobody wants to do it like it's some kind of late time or something. Sure, up 10 p.m. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Chris has branched out with his uh, Chris Aiken Presents show and his Seth Williams show. And, you know, that's where you hear interviews and things like that. Uh, we had done hundreds and hundreds of interviews on this show over the over the decades. Yeah. And uh, the fans didn't. That was the, that was the least popular uh, portion of the show. People just didn't really give a shit. Every time. Z. <laughs> I know. It's like uh, nobody, nobody cares about the interviews on this no. show. They just Not on this show. They just want to hear us ramble, and that's what we mm -hmm. do. We just want to hear us ramble and rant and rave about shit. Yeah, so. some some things you'll find relatable, other things you could care less about. But yeah. uh, the, eventually, we'll hit on something that you'll like. Yeah, sometimes you're gonna like me and hate Neely. Other times you're gonna like Neely and hate me. Right. 
That's how it works. Yep. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a multi-variety show. You'll, you'll get, you'll get everything that affects your life. That's basically yeah. what it does. It's uh, Chris and I talk about our lives. That's, That's it. right. And Pretty our, uh, and our opinions and our viewpoints. And yeah, it's all about us, man. Yeah. And we're metal guys. And he seems like he's a metal guy. He said his favorite band's Megadeth. So, all right. Fair enough. You know, so yeah, you'll, you'll hear some shit. Sure. So, uh, you know, and, and, you know, we've been doing this a long time. Unfortunately it's, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, you know, I'm, I, as, as much as I hate to say it, but we're, we're coming up on 30 years, <sighs> 30 years. Yeah, man. You know, between Chris doing his uh, metal show on MMS and what was the other, what, what was the other station? Uh, 92, three. Extreme what, radio. Well, what, what was the call letters for that one? Uh, w X R K X R K. Yeah. Between you doing the, the metal show, me doing the classic metal show, you and I collaborating on this show, you know, we've been doing this for almost 30 years. Yeah. So that, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But, uh, we're anyway, old. Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome aboard. Welcome yeah. aboard friend. Yeah. Keep Glad watching debt merds. Right. <laughs> and welcome the rest of you rumblers out there and our, and our CMS su subscriber people. Yes. And even some of you fucking freebies that are out there on like Twitter or something. Right. There's people listening on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Me and Everywhere on but YouTube. You mean on X. Yeah. On X. <laughs> the X. <laughs> the X. <laughs> so, uh. Anyway, that's, that's what's happened in my life this week. And then of course it was back to back to making money. Yeah. Is, well, that's all I do. Which is what pays for these, uh, little excursions that I go on. Yeah. And that, 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 that was not a cheap excursion this time around. I, I, not. I went to the, I went to the best hotels, best restaurants, best, uh, everything. I, I is like, this is my last big, uh, big outing for the year. So I'm going to going to make it worthwhile right yep good to go so. mm -hmm. all right well if you don't have anything i'm out of gas already yeah, yeah well, now Detmerds, just so you're aware <laughs> we're now going to take a break yeah and because of licensing we can't play the music that is on the regular show so if you want to hear the music you have to go to cmsradio.net and you can play the music in between but we'll be back in about 15 or 20 minutes with with an interview, actually. <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, with Tim James. Oh, that's right. Our good friend Tim, team, right. team. is, uh, is going to come on, and we're going to talk about his new record and his new music in a, in a serious fashion, of course. That's right. That's right. You know, so uh, what, what's the, what's the uh, name of his new disc? It's uh, Solidify. Junk Punch. Or sod sodomy? No, solidify. Uh, it was it was junk punch. Junk punch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Right. All right. And is Tim joining us via the video? He is. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, I will. I'm going to play a few tunes here. Uh, we got a request for. They were asked that we get this in early. All so right. Gonna, I am going to honor the request of. Uh, one of our fans who hit us through the CMS podcast network request. Yes. 
But if you would like to get a request in, you can mm-hmm. send your email to request at the classic metal show.com request right. at the classic metal show.com. Right. And if I can get to it, I will. But, uh, but apparently, uh, I think this guy's name is Dave. Cause it doesn't really say who he's Dave now. Uh, it says Dave from Dave. That's all it says. Is Dave. All right. Dave. So Dave, Dave had to work tonight. Um, he got called into work tonight. So I want to hear that's the working man by shotgun Sawyer. Hope you can play it early. Hail and kill. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to grant you your request, Dave. There you go. And I'm, and I'm glad you're a contributing member to society and out there working and making a living. That's right. All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes. We'll come back with our good friend, Tim James and talk about his new release. But, uh, until then this is shotgun Sawyer with that's the working man exclusively here on your classic metal show. We'll be right back. 